Welcome to Sales Tech Stars Sales Star Podcast. This is where we feature news, tips and insights on B2B sales. Happy to have you here. Marco Laghi, Vice President, Artificial Intelligence at Intensify, a platform that provides B2B organizations comprehensive buyer intent intelligence, is here as a guest today to talk about all things AI. Marco, it's great to welcome you to this episode today. We're excited to be speaking with you. Before we dive in, it would be great if you can take a minute or two to tell us about yourself and, of course, more about your role at Intensify as well. Sure. Thank you, Paroma. Thank you for having me. So a bit about myself. So as you can tell by my accent, I'm an immigrant. I was born and raised in Florence, Italy. I have a PhD in physical chemistry. And as a part of that program, I moved to Boston to study at MIT, loved the city and decided to stay. After school, I joined a think tank here in Boston called the New England Complex Systems Institute, where I was first exposed to machine learning, natural language processing, the institute essentially applies methods from math, computer science, and machine learning to large data sets, usually supplied by the Fed or the intelligence community in order to study like wars, revolution, in general, social problems. There, I met the person who would later become my co-founder in a startup that we founded in 2013. The name was Kenvi, and the goal was to crawl the web and use AI to extract information from this gigantic data set to make it useful for people in sales and marketing to craft better messaging. The startup was then acquired by HubSpot in 2017 in order to jumpstart the machine learning department there. And that's what we did. We worked there for a few years to build the department and partner with product to build the machine learning models that power it. And about this time last year, I was approached by Intensify's COO, Charlie Alieri, who reached out and convinced me that Intensify was the next big thing in AI applied to the front office, sales, marketing, and services. And so here I am. As you mentioned, Paroma, I am the VP of AI at Intensify. I lead the AI department, which is about 15-ish engineers, data scientists, and data analysts focused on bringing AI to production for better analyzed intent data. You're at the center of AI, which is not just, it's more than just a buzzword across industries today. It's redefining a lot across the typical B2B organization. It's redefining how HR and business leaders can hire, how marketing and advertising teams can run their campaigns at scale with better personalization, better messaging, while at the same time creating very intuitive journeys for end users. So it would be great if you can highlight a little bit about how AI, at least through the rest of this year, is set to disrupt these key areas, marketing, sales, and ops across the typical B2B organization. And what are some of the trends surrounding AI that will dominate through 2023? Yeah, so the main trend that I see AI helping with is to soften a little bit the traditional wall between sales and marketing. So I've never been either a salesperson or a marketing person, but from the outside, what I observe is that the two departments tend to have difficulties in communicating for a couple of reasons. First, because the measure of their performance is entangled. So like marketing tends to be evaluated on how many leads, for example, they generate while sales 
on how many leads they close. And so this leads a bit to finger pointing with sales saying, hey, you didn't give me good leads and marketing saying, hey, you don't know how to work those leads. So that's the first problem. A second problem is communication and the culture divide between the departments because marketing tends to focus on sort of longer term vision while sales is more like short term and relationship building. So I think AI can help in this traditional problem that leads to inefficiencies and most likely missed revenue in a couple of ways. So first, the realization that marketing is really sales, but at scale, right? So whenever you want to broadcast your message to a very wide audience, you have to lose granularity and personalization. But tools like ChatGPT and the recent large language models that we've seen coming out, I think will allow for a more personalized messaging at scale. So the difference between sales and marketing will be blurred a little bit, right? Because you'll be able to retain personalization while still communicating at scale by generating messaging that resonates with each individual person. You can imagine like pointing these models to a corpus of text that was written by the person that you're trying to target or that person was browsing on the web. And these models would be able to craft messaging that is relevant to them in particular. But because it's done automatically, then you can do it at scale. So that's why I'm saying that the separation between sales and marketing will blur a little bit. And a second way that AI can help in this case is by providing better leads. So a lot less finger pointing, if that happens. Traditionally, AI has helped by building models that would prioritize the leads that come in from marketing. These models are called predictive lead scoring, and they tend not to work very well, mostly because they focus on CRM data, internal data for their feedback. And that data is usually dirty and not particularly useful. A model cannot really tease out the signal from the noise if there's too much noise. And so the better way to provide better leads is leveraging intent data, for example. The problem with intent data is that it's very large. You can imagine like companies on the web every day browsing large amounts of information. How do you make sense of that? Luckily, with these large language models, we're able to do just that by understanding the text that they're browsing automatically and then surfacing the right people at the right time that are interested in your product. So this is the trend that I see AI helping with this year and in the next couple of years. So when it comes to implementing AI-backed processes as well as platforms, uh, at least for early users, the first-time adopters, at the team level, there are often a lot of misconceptions or challenges that teams have to sort of go through. So can you talk about some of them and what best practices you feel they should keep in mind? Yeah, professionals tend to have an idea about AI that is mostly derived from the media. And the media likes to weave a narrative of either hyper-terror, like the machines are coming to get you and your job and your grandma and whatever, or hyper-optimism, like the machines are going to be much better doctors and lawyers and they can they will do amazing things for us. I don't see a lot of messaging that is actually focused on the technology itself. The best approach is to consider these systems as tools that can be useful for fairly specific things. And we shouldn't think of them as 
a replacement for a human being and all the complexities that come with that. So we have made a lot of progress in terms of artificial intelligence. What we haven't made a lot of progress of is in terms of artificial general intelligence. So building systems that can learn new skills in a very quick way and very effectively. What we can build are systems that can specialize in a particular task and do that well. And so people should think of these systems as a crutch for completing a task that themselves are not very good at, or maybe a ladder to uh, reach heights that they couldn't before, but it wouldn't be anything beyond the tool. That was my two cents about that. Absolutely. And diving a little deeper when it comes to marketing teams and salespeople today who are both sort of uh, spoiled for choice when it comes to the type of marketing and sales tech systems that they can integrate or keep as part of the tech stack as well as the kind of AI power technologies that they can, you know, include here and uh, drive this unification between the two sides and deepen the entire brand effort as well. So when it comes to newer marketing and salespeople who are sort of revamping the whole tech stack and, you know, considering the use of these newer technologies, what are some of the best practices that you think they should, they should keep in mind so that they sort of make the best of both worlds? I would say my main advice to anyone approaching these tools is to review their output very carefully. Because once you start using them at scale, it's not funny anymore when they mess up. There are real consequences. So most people go on the chat GPT demo and try it out a couple of queries and their mind is blown in terms of what these systems can do. And because it's so surprising, this effect is so powerful, they tend to neglect whenever they are wrong. And they, you know, they can be spectacularly wrong. But once you start using them at scale, even if it's wrong like 10% of the times, that means that 10% of your audience will see the wrong message. And that's not negligible, it's a lot. And some of these users will complain uh, maybe with you and maybe on social media about what kind of subpar messaging you've sent them. And at that point, it's not just your reputation on the line, it's also your companies. So you have to be very careful about the output that these systems produce because we're not at a point where we can unleash them in the wild, in the wild without repercussions, without thinking about the consequences. Absolutely. Marco, I think this was a very interesting chat and we're definitely going to have you back again soon because AI is not going anywhere and there's so much more we need to talk about. But until the next conversation, we wish you and the team at Intensify all the very best. You got it. Thank you, Paroma.